Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. Give your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning. It's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learned something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. This is the New York City Cast with Will Hill, presented by Bet Rivers. Welcome to the New York City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Good show for you today, flying solo. Uh, Going to do some MLB win totals week or so to go before the season season starts next thursday so uh some of these are starting to move and usually uh you know i do pretty well on these so i want to give you a chance to get these in uh you know especially not only before the season starts but before some of these numbers start to move because a couple of my bet like a week or so ago have already started to move so want to make sure we get those in uh but we'll start here with basketball and really uh usually the end of the nba season really the nba regular season in general uh, aside from betting, it doesn't really have a lot of juice. You know what? We know the two or three best teams. It just comes down to seeding, which isn't really important. And we know, you know, the handful of teams, you know, three or four teams that are going to be in the finals, conference finals. And it's not, you know, it's not like the NCAA tournament where there's a lot of depth. There's a lot of balance. Anyone can beat anybody. Uh, that's not the NBA's, you know, MO. It's the Jordan Bulls. It's the Curry Warriors. It's, you know, dominant teams. This year, it's fascinating, uh, and we saw last night Nets win, so they remain the eight seed, uh, and, and the Nets really are, are fascinating here because they are now tied with Milwaukee, Bet River Sportsbook, plus 600 to win the title, plus 300 to come out of the East, so finally, uh, they are no longer the favorite. They are still the co-favorite, uh, and the Suns are the favorite to win it all, plus 300, but breaking down the Nets as they don't cover last night as we gave out the Pistons, plus the 13 and a half, so the picks continue to be good. Hopefully, you're tailing along with those. Uh, the Nets here can really go in one of two directions. Now, I've been saying since the Harden trade, you know what? Durant wasn't playing at the time. Kyrie was only playing half the games. The Nets are destined for the playing game. 
And I still think that. I think that's, you know, if just putting a betting line on it, you know, playing versus non-playing, they're absolutely a favorite to be in the playing. So uh, I still think they are headed for the playing, but it's fascinating. There's a huge difference, obviously, between eight and nine. Nine, you're in a tough spot. You got the double play, and you got to win two games just to survive and get in the main draw. Um, and, you know, seven versus eight, seven or eight seed, you got two chances to win one game. If the Nets are the seven or the eight, they're going to be in the playoffs. You know, they're not going to lose two games in a row with Durant healthy. You know, Kyrie's going to play most of these games unless the game's in Toronto but by, you know, some chance, which doesn't look like it's going to be. Uh, you know, you're going to have Kyrie, you're going to have Durant. You're not going to lose two in a row. So key here is getting the eight. Uh, looking over the schedules here, and this is where I want to start, it's fascinating because I think the Bulls winning last night probably killed this hope, but the Bulls' schedule is really tough. It's not impossible that the Nets who have an easy schedule to finish the year. And that's why I, I'm not too worried about them dropping down to the nine. Although, you know, they are uh, only a half a game ahead of Charlotte. And Charlotte is in New York tonight to play the Knicks. So if they finish tied, Charlotte gets the eight. Brooklyn's the nine. But the Nets, we'll go through the schedule here in a minute. The Nets schedule is much, much easier. Uh, they do play the Bucks tomorrow night. That's in Brooklyn. After that, it's really possible they run the table. They're at Atlanta, which is not an easy game, but one they're probably slightly favored in. Then it's home for the Rockets, at the Knicks, home for the Cavs, home for the Pacers. Uh, they're probably winning their last four games. They're probably you know winning their last five games. And you know tomorrow night against Milwaukee is probably what a coin flip. So not impossible here. The Nets win six in a row. So let's just look at the teams around them. Uh, in terms of the schedule, the Bulls have a four-game lead with, look, what, six, seven games to play here. But, I mean, look at the Bulls' schedule. Clippers, Heat, Bucks, Celtics, Hornets, then at the T-Wolves. The first five of those games are at home, so which is kind of a weird scheduling, Kirk. A, a late homestand here for the Bulls. And the Bulls, they did beat the Wizards last night, but it's not impossible. The, the Bulls go, what, two and four, one and five in those games, so... Again, that would come down to a tiebreaker scenario, which I do believe the Bulls own. So uh, not impossible they catch the Bulls. Not impossible, but not likely. And again, you got to catch two of these three teams because you're the eight right now and ahead of you with Bulls at five, uh, which is where we kind of draw the line in the sand from five to seven. Bulls are the five seed. Raptors are the six seed. Both the Bulls and the Raptors have 32 losses. The Cavs have 33 losses. The Nets have 36 losses. So you're going to need to catch two of those three teams to get into the main draw. So it's funny. You're kind of fighting two different battles. On one hand, you're looking you know, over your shoulder behind you. Can the Hornets catch us? Can we stay ahead of them for the 7-8? That's the top priority. But if you really want to be daring here, you're looking ahead too and saying you're looking up at the standings saying, you know what, can we catch two out of the three of the Bulls, the Raptors, and the Cavs? Again, the Cavs dealing with an injury to Mobley. Uh, and they haven't played well, so it's not impossible you catch them. Again, three back in the loss. Uh, let's go through their schedule here, which is not that easy. It's not impossible they catch the Cavs. Uh, Cleveland plays the Mavs, the Hawks, the Knicks, the Sixers, the Magic, the Nets, and the Bucks. Uh, I would give the Nets like a 50-50 chance to catch the Cavs because they could lose. Uh, let's just give them a loss to the uh, loss to the Mavs. Let's say they split Knicks and Hawks. That's two losses. A loss to the Sixers is three losses. They'll beat the Magic, and then the Nets and the Bucks. I mean, they could lose you know five out of the next. They got seven games left. They could lose five out of them. And if the Nets beat Cleveland, that's next Friday night, April eighth. The Nets would own the tiebreaker, so the Nets can catch the Cavs. Uh, they probably aren't going to catch the Bulls. 
And if you go through the Raptor schedule, the Raptor schedule is easy enough where uh, they do have the the rock the uh, yeah the Rockets and the Magic twice, and they have a four game lead in the loss column over the Nets. So you know you figure you beat the uh, the Magic, the Rockets, and you win one more game out of the six you have left, and you'll stay ahead of the Nets. So um, Nets are probably still headed for the plane. Just wanted to break that all down and give you an idea here because. Look, if you're betting them to win the title at plus 600, which I still don't recommend, I still, you know, I have concerns about this team defensively just getting stops. Again, even against Detroit last night, Detroit had a big lead in that game. And this is, I know it's a Piston team that's been good against the spread, but the Nets have had a lot of trouble getting stops. And, you know, if you're going to bet them to win the title, which I don't recommend, you got to know here, you know, are they going to go through the plane or are they not? Because if let's just say you like them to, the, to win the title, which again, I don't. You're better off just betting them money line to win the playing game. Bet them to win their first round series. Bet them to win the second round series. Just keep rolling it over. Bet them series by series, round by round uh, is the better way to go. So I think the Nets, after breaking it all down, it's not impossible they move up out of the, uh, you know, out of the playing scenario. You know, it, it's they're in good shape to at least get the eight. I do think they'll stay ahead of the Hornets as I can go over the Hornets schedule here. I should probably give you that too, just to give you an idea here, because they are, like I said, fighting two battles. One battle is to get out of the play-in, and the other battle is to avoid the nine seed. Yeah, as long as you're in the eight, you're in good shape. Whether you're the seven, the eight, you're in good shape. Um, as we bring up the Hornets schedule here, which again, it's not totally easy. They play the Knicks tonight. They are favored by two and a half at Bet River Sportsbook. We'll get to that game in a minute. Total two twenty-four. So at the Knicks, then the Sixers. Heat. Magic, Bulls, Wizards. Uh, let's just say I, I do think they'll win tonight. I, I've been betting the Knicks a lot. I bet them against the Hornets last week. I kind of do think that they'll beat the, the Knicks tonight. We'll get to that game, like I said, in a minute. Let's say they lose to the Sixers, lose to the Heat, beat the Magic. We'll say they give, we'll give them a split between the Knicks and the Bulls game, and they beat the Wizards. Uh, Knicks, the, the Hornets are going to lose, you know, probably three games here the last week or so. And the Nets are not going to lose three games. The Nets schedule is way too easy. The Nets are not going to lose three games. So Nets are at least going to stay in the better part of the play-in, which is really important. So the Nets are going to be, I would say, at least the seven or the eight. A very outside chance they move up outside of you know, the seven and eight and get into the main draw. But it's not impossible. Um, as I said, the, uh, the odds have finally adjusted a little bit. It's been the Nets favored, favored, favored. I've been telling you, I mean, Milwaukee's the better team. Milwaukee's the safer bet. We saw Milwaukee last night win uh, in Philly and what was a really good game. Uh, Embiid played well. Giannis played well. And, and the MVP race, by the way, is tightening up too. Is, um, Embiid and Jokic keep kind of flip-flopping. Jokic is now the favorite at Bet Rivers, minus 135. Embiid, minus 110. Uh, Tim Bontemps of ESPN, I believe, uh, does a straw poll where he pulls you know, all these MVP voters, and he said Jokic would win the award. So uh, that's something to keep an eye on. I know our buddy Ryan Rothstein has Embiid. It's some big numbers, 40 to 1, 50 to 1. He's uh, he's freaking out a little bit because he was counting his money, and I'm not so sure he's going to win. It looked like Jokic might go back to back. But the Nets, again, plus 600, I, you know, I just, I'm not a fan. I, I think if you're going to bet this team to win it all, you just play them round by round because if you look at them, look at their point totals. Look, I mean, they gave 123 to the Pistons last night, they gave up 119 to the Hornets. Sunday, they gave up 132 to Memphis last week. Uh, I mean, look, they gave up 123 to Portland. That's a G League team a couple Friday nights ago. 123. I mean, this team is just so small and they can't get stops. And for all Ben Simmons' issues, 
you know, they could really use Ben Simmons. They could use his size, his length, his defense, uh, and it doesn't look like they're going to get him. I mean, look, it's we're already almost in April here, and he hasn't played. He's you know, epidurals and this and that. He's it doesn't look like they're going to get anything out of Simmons. Um, so, Nets probably headed for the seven or the eight. Probably win that. They get into the main draw. But again, I'm very dubious of this team's title chances. I just think they're really small. They're really bad on defense. Uh, Durant is just incredible. And if you're giving me, look, one player to win a game, I know Embiid, Jokic, Giannis, all these guys in the mix for the MVP, I'm still taking Durant. Durant is just incredible. He is why you can't count him out in any individual series. You just can't count him out. You can't say, you know what, they have no chance against this team, that team. Uh, I would still pick the Bucks over the Nets, but look, if it got to a Game 7, who do you want, Durant or, or anybody else? I'm taking Durant, so uh, I don't love the team. I, I just think they're a little small. They're not good enough defensively. I don't think they are winning the title, but uh, Durant makes them a tough out. Durant's like you know the, the starting pitcher who's, you know it's basically like DeGrom. If you got DeGrom, you got a chance. It's the same thing with Durant. You take the court and that guy's on your team. Uh, you can beat anybody. I'm just not a fan of the odds at you know plus 600 to win the title. Again, I prefer Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee uh, is probably headed to the finals. I, I do think, you know what, Harden and Embiid have not looked as good as the first couple weeks. Harden specifically, Embiid's been fine. Um, Boston, the injury is going to hurt them with Williams. I still don't think they're on Milwaukee's level. I think they're right above, right, right below them even with uh, Williams. To me, I think it's Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee's the safest bet. Again, you can get them plus 300 at Bet River Sportsbook to win the East. Nets and Bucks with similar odds uh, in that respect. All right, I mentioned the Knicks. We've been betting the Knicks a lot. We've been giving them their praise, rightfully so. They've played hard. They've played well. They've won four in a row. They've kind of been a covering machine here uh, the last couple weeks. They host the Hornets. Hornets laying two and a half at Bet Rivers. Total 224. I'm going to hop off the Knicks train. I, I have a feeling the Hornets beat them. Hornets, like I said, playing for playoff positioning. Uh, it's huge, you know, avoiding the nine. I don't think they're going to, but uh, I think you get the, the Hornets' best punch tonight. Travel's not too much of a concern because they played in Brooklyn on Sunday. They had a day to rest. So I, I just think the Hornets, who lost to the Knicks pretty decisively last week, I think it was a week ago Tuesday, where they lost by 15 at home against Charlotte. Uh, I think they get a little revenge today. I do think they win in New York. I will lay the money line here uh, with the Hornets in. Hopefully you've been following along with the picks because the picks have been pretty good. So trying to make you guys some money. Hopefully you're uh, you're following along. I do like the Hornets tonight. Minus 135 on the money line at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Download the Bet Rivers app. Uh, speaking of Bet Rivers, as we'll get into some win totals here in a couple minutes, we'll spend a few minutes on baseball, just some takeaways from spring training, and then get you some picks. Uh, Bet Rivers specials. Here's an interesting one. The U.S. men's national team. Now this is soccer. To defeat Costa Rica. I don't know what when's this game. Oh, this is tonight, I think. Yeah, the 30th. So the U.S. men's national team to win and score over one and a half goals is plus 205 at Bet River Sportsbook. That's a fun one. That's correlated. Anytime you can get something, you know, plus money that's correlated, that's the, the whole idea. So uh plus 205 that U.S. wins and scores over one and a half goals, plus 205 at Bet River Sportsbook. Uh I, I like that one. And I don't if you guys listened yesterday, I mentioned Doncic who was plus 350, then Bet Rivers boosted it to plus 420 to get a triple-double. And I think I said, you know what, if he wants to get a triple-double, he can get it because the Lakers are just awful and LeBron's out and Davis still isn't back. Uh, he got it, and he got it pretty comfortably. So hopefully you played along with that one. I think 35 points, 12 rebounds, 12 assists, just 
you know, basically look like the varsity playing against, you know, the eighth grade team, the, the Mavs and the Lakers. So uh, hopefully you cashed in and you followed along with that one. Again, Hornets tonight, minus 135 on the money line is the pick. When we come back, we'll do a little baseball. We'll do some season win totals. That is next. This is the New York City Cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. No more football? No problem. Bet River Sportsbook serves up tennis, soccer, hockey, college, and pro basketball, and more. Don't miss out on Bet River's many daily specials or try your hand at live player props or same game parlays. No matter what you bet on, you can count on your withdrawal approval happening fast, with more than 80% of withdrawals approved instantly at Bet Rivers. Get started with life after football with the Bet Rivers app. Must be 21 or older, available in New York only. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. All right, we are back. New York City cast, Bet River Sportsbook. Uh, one thing I did want to mention also before we get to the baseball, it's fascinating. The, the middle and bottom of the Eastern Conference race in the NBA is fascinating. These teams jockeying for position, trying to stay out of the play and try to get in the better half of the play in like the Nets. Uh, the top is fascinating, too, because these teams all kind of want to avoid the Nets, but they don't know how to avoid the Nets because you don't know if they're going to be or the 7 or the 8 or who knows if they move up to the 6, which I said they probably won't. But still, uh, you're getting a situation here where if you go look at the standings, the Bucks and let's see, the Bucks and the Heat both tied 28 losses, and then the Sixers and the Celtics both tied 29 losses. So, I mean, what seed do you want to be? You don't, you want to be uh, in a situation where you don't have to play the Nets, but you don't know where the Nets are going to be. So a lot of moving parts. This this uh, next couple of weeks here is just going to be fascinating from, you know, a strategy standpoint of, you know, who you want to play and, you know, how much is home court worth versus avoiding the Nets in the first round. You know, all these teams want to play the Bulls. These teams all want to play the Cavs. Uh, Raptors are feisty, but you'd rather play the Raptors than, you know, the Nets or some of these other teams. So uh, a lot of moving parts here in terms of uh, the seeding and these last couple weeks for the NBA. All right, baseball. Before we get to the season win totals, uh, and again, I, I feel really good about a lot of these. I, I wanted to get these out there before they started to move because uh, if you're paying attention, you can get some good numbers on these. Like Do Dodgers opened 96.5. That was a bad number. It's already 98.5. Twins, when they got Correa and even Sanchez and Urshela, went from 76.5 slowly up to 79.5, up to 81.5. So... I uh, want to get these out there so you guys get the best of the numbers. And, you know, doing these the night before the season started would be too late because if you don't listen to the podcast till, you know, the day after or the day, you know, day or two after the season starts, it's too late. So I want to give you guys plenty of time to get these. Just some general takeaways here in spring training. Uh, you know how I feel about the Yankees offseason. The fact that this team worth $6 billion has a chance here. And it's a good team. It's actually kind of a really good team. Good, really good. I don't know. You can mince words. You know, it's semantics, but this is a 90-plus win team. They had a chance to really, you know, put the cherry on top, get Freeman and Correa, and go from a 93-94 win team to like a 98-99 win team. If you put Freeman and Correa in this lineup with Judge and Stanton, you know, Glaber's looked a little better, LeMahieu bouncing back, this would be a dominant team, and they just, it's a missed opportunity. You know, a couple of winners ago, they didn't sign Harper or Machado. Uh, you know, they did a good job getting Cole, but... They really have just haven't been aggressive, you know, supplementing the roster here uh, for the Yankees. Again, they're, they're in the mix here. They're going to be 93-94 wins. I mentioned I do like them as an over, but again, just not a missed opportunity to really put the hammer down and, you know, go from a good team, really good team, to a dominant team, a championship team. And this is a team that 
I mean, look, they've won the division once since 2013. Once. This isn't winning the World Series, making the World Series. They've won the division once. They've won the AL. It's, we're in 2022. They've won the AL East once since 2013. So uh, they had a chance here to kind of get off the schneid. This is a team that hasn't been to a World Series since 20, uh, since 2009. So uh, just kind of a frustrating offseason here for the Yankees. They are 11-1 to at Bet River Sportsbook. Uh, I'll pass on that number. I do like them over. They are over 92.5 wins. I do think they'll get to like 93, 94 uh, I do think they'll scrape over the total with Judge and Stanton. That's just a dynamic duo. And again, you got to keep them healthy. But Torres has looked really good in spring training. You know, this is a guy who they traded him actually for Aroldis Chapman. They got him in the Aroldis Chapman trade about four or five years ago. Came up in 2018, and he looked like a future MVP candidate. I mean, he was unbelievable 2018, 2019, uh, and, and really regressed last year. I mean, was barely playable. But, you know, had no power, played a bad shortstop. Uh, he's a huge key. And, and LeMay, who's won a batting championship, you know, had a bad year. I think those guys will bounce back. Torres has looked great in spring training, which, you know what, spring training, you could take it or leave it. You could say, oh, it's only spring training. But if you know the guy has the pedigree and has a bad year, and then he's starting to show it uh, in spring training, you know, you know it's in there. So it's not like some guy who you never heard of having big numbers and taking something away from that. This is a guy who's been there, done that, and, and he's starting to bounce back. So I think Torres has been encouraging. And, you know, as much as I'm down on the Yankees offseason, there's been some encouraging signs. I mean, Stanton's hitting the hell out of the ball. Uh, Marwin Gonzalez, who, look, probably going to be just a utility player, can play a little everywhere. Uh, he's been hitting unbelievable. Not sure how much to take out of that. But uh, the one encouraging thing, Garcia, Schmidt, and who's the other guy? Oh, Heal. The young guys have thrown the ball incredibly well from the, the few spring training games I've watched. Uh, Garcia was a guy they had high hopes for. He came up in 2020, pitched really well. Remember, he started the playoff game in game two. They used him as kind of a deke, as kind of an opener. Uh, you know, he threw the ball really well that season. Didn't pitch well last year. Got hammered, you know, in the big leagues. Sent down a triple A, got hammered there. Velocity was way down. Uh, he's throwing the ball extremely well. He's in the upper 90s, you know, mid to upper 90s now, which is where he needs to be. Schmidt's throwing the ball well, as has Heal, who came up last year, you know, last August or so. And I think he won every game he started. He only threw four or five games, but he pitched really well. He was scoreless for, uh, I think, 20, 25 innings, something like that. So some encouraging signs. Now, none of those guys are going to be in the rotation. They're going to go with the rotation of, uh, obviously, Cole, Severino, Montgomery, Tyone, and then Cortez. But, you know, you got those guys waiting in the wings as either bullpen options, starting options. God knows somebody's going to get hurt, especially with the Yankees. I mean, you're already dealing with Severino's got, I guess, shoulder fatigue. So having some arms in reserve always helps. And again, I do like the Yankees over 90, 92 and a half here at Bet Rivers. I do think they'll squeak out 94, 95 wins. I'm actually kind of, actually kind of optimistic about the team. I do think, while you know this was a missed opportunity to add talent this this winter. Uh, you know, Donaldson, Kalefa, uh, Kiner Falefa, they're going to give them a little more defense. They're a little more balanced, a little more agile. You know, Rizzo's a good glove at first. They get Voigt, who is, you know, a big lumbering guy, not good on defense, slow, right-handed, everything. You know, Voigt kind of epitomized their problems. He was slow, he was right-handed, he was bad on defense. That's been the Yankees the past couple of years. Uh, you know, we always talk about pitching, offense, because you can see those stats. You don't really see the hidden runs you allow with, with poor defense. And the Yankees were bad on defense last year. You know, Torres didn't play a good shortstop. Uh, I think they addressed that and they upgraded that uh, this offseason. So I do think they'll be a little better. You know, getting Sanchez out of there at catcher helps. 
you know, he was not good defensively, as we all know. So I, I do think the Yankees here are poised, poised to compete for the division. Now, look, Toronto is loaded. Tampa's still Tampa. They won 100 games last year, and Boston was in the ALCS. So uh, nothing is a given, but I do think the Yankees will, will be on track here for, I'll call it 94 wins, 95 wins, something like that. I think the Yankees will be good. I think the Yankees will be really good. Uh, we'll, we'll get into the official win uh, season win totals here. As you know how I feel about the Mets, the Mets are loaded. To me, the Mets, this is a bad number here by Bet River Sportsbook. Mets are 90 and a half wins, uh, up from 89 and a half. To me, the Mets are mid 90s, potentially upper 90s. That is just a loaded, loaded pitching staff between DeGrom, who's probably the best pitcher in the sport, Scherzer, who you know almost won a Cy Young last year, and then Bassett, who got, you know, Bassett's your third starter. Bassett got Cy Young votes two years ago. Bassett was going to get Cy Young votes last year before he got hit in the face. Uh, you know, with the line drive, I think it was the middle of August. And now Bassett, you know, he's a weak contact guy. He's pitching in Oakland, so he's not the flashy, you know, 100-mile-an-hour, uh, you know, superstar that DeGrom is. He doesn't get that attention. But I think a lot of people haven't seen Bassett pitch that are, you know, Mets fans, New York baseball fans. You're going to see Bassett this spring. You're going to be really impressed because Bassett is a really good pitcher. And to have him as your number three, I think that was kind of the kryptonite for the Mets coming into uh, you know, this spring where, you know, they had DeGrom and Scherzer, which is great. But I was like, look, you're going to be in the playoffs here. Let's just say you split 1-1 the first two games with DeGrom and Scherzer. Who pitches game three? Well, you answer that question. You got Bassett. Uh, and again, there's some futures out there on Bassett. I think 45-1 to to have the most wins, something like that. So Bassett's really good. Bassett's kind of a sleeper Cy Young candidate here. Uh, that's a dominant rotation. You can kind of fill in the gaps with the rest. I mean, the four or five starters, you know, whether it's Carrasco, Walker, Tyler McGill, uh, Drew Peterson, you, you'll find your way. You know, you can just basically play 500 when you're four and five starters pitch. And you're going to dominate one days one, two, and three with with Degrom, Scherzer, and Bassett. Uh, and again, Lindor, I think, is a really interesting MVP candidate. Uh, he's going to bounce back second year in New York. You know, he wasn't great last year. Uh, I do think Showalter will help him. Uh, I, I think he'll be more relaxed. Again, playing on a good team with good pitching. There's not going to be that pressure. He's got Alonzo with him. Uh, to me, this Mets team is absolutely loaded. Uh, They're going to go well over this 90 and a half wins. The only way they don't go over is if you get DeGrom and Scherzer hurt, which, look, DeGrom was hurt last year. Scherzer's older. Shoulders had, you know, Scherzer's had some, what do you have, shoulder fatigue last year in the playoffs. He had a neck issue a couple years ago. Remember in the World Series where he couldn't pitch game six, he had to pitch uh, game seven instead. So, Look, anyone can get hurt, and you know you could say Degrom's a little more more vulnerable. You could say Scherzer's older. That's all fair. That's all 100% fair. But assuming they make you know 90% of their starts, look, everyone's going to miss a start here and there. But assuming they are relatively healthy, the Mets are going to go way over this total. Uh, and I just looked. Bet River Sportsbook has Lindor 25 to one to win the MVP. Uh, if you think the Mets are going to be good like I do, that's uh, that's a pretty good bet because if they're going to be in first place winning 96 games and he's their best player, hell, that gives you a good chance right off the bat. So Lindor 25-1 to is one I like. Uh, I love the Mets to go over. And we'll just go over some of the other uh, season win totals I like here. Like I said, I usually do pretty well on these, so uh, let's just get into them here. I would suggest tailing along. And these are fun because it gives you action every single day. I mean, you pe you put this bet in now. And you get to root for these teams or root against these teams every day the rest of the year. So you get a little action every day. So, you know, one bet goes a long way, and you can get these at Bet River Sportsbook. Uh, we'll start with the Braves here. 90 and a half. 
you know, it's funny. They won 88 last year. You think of them as a World Series champion, this dominant team. They only won 88 games. Remember, they had a bunch of injuries. Uh, you know, Acuna got hurt. They had to trade for a whole new outfield at the deadline. I like them over. I just think that's a dominant rotation with Morton, Freed, Anderson, Soroka. Uh, as much as I just said I like the Mets, I'm not I'm not totally certain the Mets win the division. I think this could be a scenario, you know, where the Mets win 95, Atlanta wins 95, something like that, where it's really close, a great race down the stretch. But I do think Atlanta has the pitching uh, to clear this number. The bullpen's great. They get Acuna back. Olsen will fit like a glove at first. I mean, Olsen is going to be perfect for that lineup. And again, you got the Albies of the world and, you know, uh, Acuna coming back. They're just, you know, Swanson, Riley. This team can hit. They got pitching. They got starting pitching. They got a bullpen. Uh, Atlanta will go over 90 and a half wins. One team that will not go over 90 and a half wins. That is the Baltimore Orioles under 62 and a half. I love this. Uh, 51 wins last year. This team's not improving by 12 games. They're just not. Uh, look at the division. You got 72 games against your division. You play the Yankees 18 times, the Red Sox 18 times, the Rays 18 times, and the Blue Jays 18 times. The Blue Jays might be the best team in the American League. The Yankees are still the Yankees. The Rays won 100 games last year. And Boston was in the ALCS. And they just don't have any pitching. Uh, again, when... When you're the worst team in a division, you have the hardest schedule because you don't get to play against yourself. If you're the Yankees, you say, all right, we get 18 games with Baltimore. If you're Boston, you say, all right, we get 18 games with Baltimore. Baltimore doesn't get 18 games with Baltimore. Baltimore has to play all the good teams, and they don't get to play themselves. So kind of an obvious statement, but it's one where you think about it. It's like, yeah, you, know, you know what? We don't have any easy games because we are the easy games. So Baltimore under 62 and a half. Um, they got some good prospects coming. You know, Mullins is a good player. They got some position players. They have brighter days ahead, but I think they're kind of, you know, one year away from being one year away. Uh, again, when you're picking, you know, one, two, three every year, you're going to end up with some good prospects, some good players. I just don't think uh, this is the year. You know, maybe they improve by three or four wins, but improving by 12 wins is just not happening. Baltimore will stay under 62 and a half wins. Let's move on to Cincinnati under 73 and a half. This is pretty simple. They're just trading everybody. They're not. They don't really care about winning. They're shedding payroll. They traded Winkler. They traded Suarez to Seattle. Uh, to me, this is just a team that, you know, they traded Sonny Gray. Castillo's hurt. I could see them trading Castillo at the deadline. This team has no interest in competing, no interest in winning. I have no interest in backing them. Under 73.5 for Cincinnati. Uh, Milwaukee, over 89.5. Uh, to me, this team is just too much pitching there. It's a terrible division. I mentioned Cincinnati's not trying. Pittsburgh's terrible. They're not trying. Uh, that you know the Cubs are, are in a rebuild still. That's not a very good team, the, the, and the Cardinals are not great. Cardinals are okay; they're always competitive, but the Cardinals are, are not a great team. Milwaukee won 95 last year. Uh, I would say Milwaukee here to go over 89 and a half is a good bet. Let's see, Seattle over 84 and a half. That Seattle's finally going to break the drought. They haven't been to the playoffs in 20 years. Seattle's finally going to get in. I think they have a good team. They add Robbie Ray, who won a Cy Young. Some of these younger pitchers they have in the rotation, Brash and Gilbert, are outstanding. Uh, you know, Flexen eats innings. He's a solid pitcher. Uh, Marco Gonzalez, same thing. This is a good team, good lineup. Julio Rodriguez, who you're going to, if you haven't seen him or heard about him, you're going to hear about him soon. He is going to be a dynamic player when he comes up. Uh, we'll see. But this is a loaded team. Uh, with, with young talent, they are going to be a force for years to come. And I think it starts now. I think Seattle goes over 84 and a half. 
Uh, Jays, like I mentioned, just loaded. 92.5, I think they'll go over. That's just a lot of pitching. It's a lot of power. Bullpen's not great, but to me, they are probably the best team here uh, in the American League East. So I will go Blue Jays over. One I didn't bet, I just think it's interesting. San Francisco won 107 games last year. And I was thinking, you know what? I'm going to bet against them. Regression. They're going to come back to the pack. I'm going to bet them under. They're over under. It's 85 and a half. Boy, that is really regression baked in. 22 and a half wins drop off baked in. That is uh, that is something. So I don't really, I, I guess I would go over. I mean, that is a really, uh, that's really a dramatic swing to go from 107 to 84. I mean, maybe they drop down to 90, 91. That's still 16, 17 games, but 22, 23. That's uh. That's a drastic drop-off. So no play there. I would lean towards the over. Just thought that one was interesting. But to recap, Atlanta over 90.5. Baltimore under 62.5. Reds under 73.5. Brewers over 89.5. Yankees over 92.5. Mets over 90.5. Jays over 92.5. Mariners over 84.5. I think we're going to win every single one of them. Hope spring is eternal. I think, the, I think all of them are good. I, I usually do pretty well on these, so... Uh, I would suggest following along. Again, go to Bet River Sportsbook, download the Bet Rivers app, and do a little shopping. See what else you like. Just because I don't give it out doesn't mean you can't bet it. So see what they have to offer. They got plenty of, boy, they do really do a good job getting these uh, player props out. I mean, you can basically, any player you can think of, they have over under on hits, home runs, RBIs, strikeouts. They, uh, they got a full menu there at Bet Rivers. So check out what they have to offer. But again, those are win totals I feel really good about. So a week away from baseball, uh, just an exciting time of the year. NFL draft's not that far away. NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs right around the corner. Baseball starts in a week. Uh, better weather. So good times ahead. Uh, that'll do it for our show. We'll be back tomorrow. Thank you guys for listening. This is the New York City Cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook.